to experience Vegas bad boys of podcasting. Fortunately, you are about to hear lots of opinions, but uh, rarely any facts. Impersonations might occur, but uh, good luck trying to figure them out. This program is not intended for kids or the easily offended. Listener discretion is advised. You have been warned. You press play. It's too late to stop. Get ready to podcast. Welcome to another edition of Vegas Bad Boys of Podcasting, DJ Impact. I got a couple of the Vegas Bad Boys here with me. Got Sin City Steve and, and Matt Michaels. We don't have Simon Street tonight, but um, I'm thinking he'll be back next week. We'll see. And our live cast, we're actually starting a little late because, of course, we had the AEW Revolution pay-per-view. Looked like it was just going to keep going and going and going, but... Apparently, um, you know, I, I, from what I've been hearing, it turned out to be a successful show. So we'll see uh, if Sin City will throw any of those matches into any of our segments for tonight. All right. So with that, if you are watching us live, we always ask you to jump in on the comments. We're on uh, Facebook Live. We're on Twitch Live and, of course, on YouTube Live and if you're listening to the podcast, which is released Monday mornings, thank you for downloading and for listening, okay? So with that, we'll get right into our show. Let's kick it off with the four-way stop. All right, let's get going here. Four-way stop. How about for you, Sin City Steve? Kick it off. What was your highlight for the week? All right, so uh, AEW Revolution has come and gone, and still your AEW World Champion, Hangman Adam Page, and still your Women's World Champion, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Ah. um, still your champions, the Jurassic Express, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus. In fact, yes, uh, there there were no title changes on this show whatsoever. Um, But uh, I think what you're going to see as the main headlines coming out of this show, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's going to mainly be that uh, Brian Danielson and John Moxley had a war. They bled together, and now they're going to evidently work together as after the match, none other than William Regal came out, <laughs> slapped both guys, okay. and told them that they needed to work together. And uh, evidently, this is now going to be a thing. And uh, Moxley and Danielson are going to be uh, rolling with William Regal. Wow. And uh, I'm I'm really interested to see where this is headed. Um, elsewhere on the show, you had uh, Swerve Strickland officially signing his AEW contract right there on the pay-per-view. Wow. Um, so it, it was it was a very, very solid show. How was the reaction when for Swerve when they saw? Uh, actually, the dude. No joke. The the people in attendance, mm-hmm. they knew the the whose house Swerve's house. Okay. Uh, they knew it. Like it, it it was. He probably got one of the loudest pops and loudest engagements wow. of the entire night. No shit. Yeah, that's which that's because awesome. all your AEW. That's because all your AEW fans actually watch WWE. <laughs> that's that's because AEW fans watch good wrestling. Ah, 
Ooh. Wait, okay. <laughs> you just say AEW fans watch good wrestling, meaning yeah. the WWE is good wrestling? Sure. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Dude, I, I've, I've, never, I've never shied away from giving WWE their props. Unlike you, who if you ever say anything positive about AEW, I think that you'll probably keel over. So, <laughs> Well, let's go well, right. Find me something positive to say. Well, you know what? This is your time, Matt Michaels. you got a few minutes. Tell us what's your four-way stop for this week. Okay, well, you know, we can get uh, down to the nitty-gritty here with uh, the Finn versus Priest and a new U.S. champ yeah. with Priest turning heel. Not bad at all. Good uh, good to see a, a little build-up here. Maybe we'll uh, we'll get a pretty uh, intense WrestleMania match, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and, as you know, with the... The way we saw that happen, um, we also, uh, you know, got to see uh, Champa and Braun in matching single singlets on NXT, which was a pretty fucking sweet visual. Um, who knew, except if you like looked at his uh, his social media, that Champa is like that stacked. You know, it's it's pretty remarkable, but. Uh, to see them going against uh, Rune and Dolph, man, not bad. Yeah. Not bad at all. Okay. Um, and uh, L.A. Knight, during his uh, his quick promo, uh, talking about, you know, having, yeah. uh, you know, before he went to the ring. Uh, if you got a side piece, call them too, was his <laughs> quote. Yeah, I remember that. So not not yeah. bad at all. Uh, you know, some good stuff this week. Um, yes. You know, uh, everything uh, everything was good except uh, for the uh, that one show that's uh, on the one network and then the other network. I forget what it's called. <laughs> well, let me jump in there, man. My uh, my four way stop for this week, man. Okay, you're gonna hear me talk about this show a lot, man, but. Sacrifice that happened this past weekend was off the chain. That was Impact Wrestling, Impact Plus uh, event. Jonah versus PCO. Now, listen, you would never even think when you hear those names of going, for real, is that really going to be a good match? No, these two went at it. And it's crazy because, first off, we're talking about PCO who is 54 years old, Jonah, who's 33 years old, and PCO was putting in more work and doing crazier stuff than Jonah. Not taking nothing away from Jonah, but I'm just saying, you when you watch the work of PCO, it it, it takes ageism out of there. I mean, you can you cannot watch his work and not just be amazed at the moves and things that he did and all of his uh, most of his moves came from the top rope of all places okay um that match was just phenomenal i i enjoyed that another one have to talk about the ricochet match and Sami Zayn. you know i i enjoy that match i mean despite the fact that uh, ricochet is your new intercontinental champion i thought that that was pretty well put together even before uh johnny knoxville came and got involved i was really just into the match. I'm glad Ricochet's finally getting some respect on his name. I mean, he's always been some great talent. And um, we know we'll see what happens. I mean, the Intercontinental Champion, they 
it, you know, it, 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 ha- it doesn't have the same prestige as it used to have back in the day. But nevertheless, you know, who knows? Ricochet could run with it and, and make it become popular again. Who knows? Not taking anything away from Shinsuke, but, you know, I'm just I'm just ready to see what happens is what it comes down to. So those were my four-way stops for the week. We got to get right into the two sweet for the week. All right, I'm going to go with you this time, Mr. Michaels. What was your two sweet for the week? Well, I got to go off of your uh, your statement there. Uh, Ricochet uh, for the IC win was pretty fucking awesome, mm-hmm. uh, and Finn for the US belt. So we got you know two of the uh, lower tiers uh, changing at you know in a week, which is surprising with WWE. Um, but damn, man, that Edge and AJ stuff is going to be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we got a few weeks now that they get to build, you know, pretty much a month, just over a month or so. Right. Um, and uh, with that intensity, man, oh, this match is going to be something else. Um, yeah. It's interesting to think, you know, like you were just saying, um, with PCO being 54. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you're looking at AJ and Edge are uh, not quite there yet, but are you know, within a decade of being that age. Mm -hmm. So this goes to show this might be their last chance to really have something that's impactful together. Right. Um, Which is going to be very interesting to see. So, uh, you know, good setup. It's going to be pretty exciting. Um, And uh, again, you got to give a shout out to Ricochet for uh, getting a chance at the IC belt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hopefully... uh, we don't ever see Apollo Crews uh, <laughs> with that oh, man. belt again. Oh, uh, come on. You know, um, and if you stick around and listen to three count uh, later on or tomorrow, um, when uh, Vince McMahon talks about dead weight, um, Apollo Crews is on top of that list. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right. I'll uh let me jump in on this one. Um going back to again uh the sacrifice show, X Division title, Jake Something versus Trey Miguel. I'm always amazed when I see Jake Something in an X Division title match because he doesn't fit the profile. I mean, Trey Miguel weighs about 170, maybe 180 pounds. Jake something is over there about 250, 260. He can't do any of those types of moves with that Trey Miguel is able to do. But he uses his size and his power to help dominate. And um, and that was one of those matches that, uh, you know, he was pretty sure Trey was going to come out on top. But <laughs> Jake had you kind of going, I don't know, man. This guy might end up pulling this off. Overall, it was a great match, and Trey did uh, retain the title. And then we come to find out the news after it was over that Jake something's uh, contract uh, was up. And apparently they, he hasn't uh, re-signed yet. So uh, I hear they left, he left on good terms. So I'm sure he'll find something or just be back. You know, there's a place for him uh, in the uh, wrestling community. My other one from the same show, Sin City, Steve, you know, you've told me many of times there are certain matches I just have to watch. 
It, it just matches in the past, maybe something in New Japan or something. The Switchblade Jay White versus Alex Shelley. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. We ain't seen Alex Shelley, like, I don't know how long since he, you know, separated himself. Uh, and this match was just, let me just tell you, Michaels, when this match was over, I have never seen an entire audience stand up with an, an ovation, including the commentators. No one had no words. Everybody was just clapping because everything that you were watching was just kind of like, whoa, ah, oh, my God, what just happened? It was just constant hitting left and right. It That's, to me, is the match of the entire week. You know, it could end up being, and I'm just, you know, come on, man, we only three weeks, I mean, three months in. But, you know, it would be in the running for match of the year. You know, that's how much I thought that match was on par. My too sweet. And, of course, he's got to be too sweet, right? You know, he's at uh, Bullet Club. So that's that's how uh, Switchblade gets down. <laughs> All right, Sin City, what was your too sweet for the week? Oh, man. So uh, MJF, CM Punk, um, and Wardlow. We're mm. going we're gonna to just put this out there right that just – Bottom line. Okay. Uh, first off, CM Punk comes out to his Ring of Honor music, Miseria Cantare uh, by AFI. Mm-hmm. Came out rocking the, the very similar gear to what he wore in Ring of Honor as well. Okay. Um, and which featured a lot of white. So you knew as soon as that happened that it was all going to be stain- blood stained red by the end of the match. Mm-hmm. And it was. Mm. Uh, these guys had an absolute bloodbath dog collar match that could make you know it it definitely holds up to uh to the piper and valentines to um some of these other great quality matches Mm -hmm. and i can i can already just tell michaels you're rolling your eyes and upset that i'm i'm saying it but um these guys had a very 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 solid match uh 26 minutes and um one reason why I threw Wardlow into this is near the end of the match, Wardlow uh, came out to the ring mm-hmm. to hand over the Dynamite Diamond ring to MJF. Uh, and uh, only one problem is that Wardlow didn't seem to have the Dynamite Diamond ring on him. <laughs> um, obviously, this led to a distraction, mm-hmm. which uh, CM Punk capitalized on. And then you see the camera shot of Wardlow looking in the other pocket and mouthing, oops, as he places the dynamite diamond ring in the ring for CM Punk to use. Mm. CM Punk clocks MJF with diamond dynamite diamond ring, picks up the win. And, uh, oh yeah, Wardlow also ended up winning that face of the revolution ladder match too. So mm. he's, uh, he's got his title match against Sammy Guevara, uh, or, uh, whoever happens to be the TNT champion at St. Patrick's day slam. um, Dude, just very, very solid stuff by all these guys and really almost everyone on the show. Top awesome. to bottom. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, it's time to have our uh, this week WTF. Let's see who uh, who made it for this week. Veer Mahan is still coming soon. <laughs> Um, so we got a, I got an update on that, uh, okay. DJ. Okay. And like a certain Dave Meltzer, I am okay. a uh, wrestling journalist. Okay. So my sources have told me the reason that Veer is, uh, it's been a, a you know elongated process 
is because uh, he's currently in the Ukraine. So it could uh, could be a while before we see oh, him there. God. <laughs> okay. Oh, boy. Well, I, 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 okay. You know, you might want to check your sources, man. That's all I'm going to say. You might want to check your sources. Um, on the other hand, okay, you gave props to uh, Champa wearing matching gear with Braun. Uh-uh. No. I did not want to see Champa in a purple and pink wrestling gear. I'm used to Champa coming down. Sometimes you have that long black trench coat. Hey, I, I don't listen. I understand that this is the year of the brawn, but I don't need to see Champa moving over to these fluorescent colors, matching him at all. That is a WTF. I'm not digging that at all. Boo. I okay. used to like, I like the golden black, and <laughs> I like the NXT way it was. I, I don't care. He needs to stay the way he is. Don't, don't try to dumb him down all right oh and we are we should all know the rules of lasting wtf and this is just going out to you becky lynch you should know you should know you should know that you should never pull on no black woman's hair okay and yes you had bianca's hair all through that show wrapped around tossing everything by the way bianca if you smart whoever brand whatever you should just start promoting that because I'm telling you right now that sister's looking at that going, man, you telling me she's doing all that pulling and nothing comes out, everything stays in place. I tell you, advertisement right there for you, Bianca. Send me the check. I only need about 5% and I'll be good, all right? But Becky Lynch should know better, and she got her ass whipped with the, with the braid as well. So shout out to that. How about you, Mr. Sin City Steve? What was your WTF of the week? So my WTF of the week, you know, I to be completely fair, mm -hmm. WWE, AEW, and Impact all had very very solid products this week. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that you know we can we can easily say that. Um, the the only thing that I would mention, and there are a couple of things. So you've been building up this uh, Malachi Black, Brody King, and Buddy Matthews act, the House of Black. Um, and for what? So they have a pre-show match against Pac Penta Oscuro and Eric Redbeard, the former Eric Rowan. Mm -hmm. And uh, keep in mind what I just said. That was on your pre-show. Um, realistically, these guys need to be on your main show. Um, without question. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it's something that I think that we're going to start to see the, uh, you know, even more effects of, of AEW having too large of a roster and not enough slots to fit them in. What? So, <laughs> they're not using people the right way. Oh, well they should get the fuck out of there then and go somewhere. They'll be used. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, see, see, I have no problems calling things out, unlike mm. some people. Oh, anyway, um, one thing that I do have to call out and, and literally say what the fuck about, yeah, is Pete Dunn, NXT goldless in singles competition. So, this guy mm -hmm. is an amazing talent, yeah, amazing talent. And I'm not saying that he should have beaten Carmelo Hayes, I'm not saying that by a long shot. Right. But the fact of the matter is that this guy 
is one of the better workers in on your entire show. Mm -hmm. And he, I mean, he's, he's obviously shown how versatile he is for him to not have a singles title run. And he's been around there for several years at this point. Yeah. I mean, that's an indictment of, of so many things, but yeah, I, I don't think you. that it's going to happen. I don't think he's ever going to hold NXT singles gold though. Wow. It's, it's, it's sad. And what the fuck? <laughs> Good point. Matt Michaels. What do you say? You know, this week I uh, I watched SmackDown before I, I watched Raw. And um, I'm watching SmackDown, and then I see um, this uh, this Jinder guy. I think Jinder, <laughs> Ginger, something, something. Uh-huh. Um, a home, something like that. Oh, like, boy. like uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I was like, who's that guy? And then I looked him up, and I'm like, oh, shit, he has a job? <laughs> still wow um and then you know i i started watching raw and uh i don't know if you guys have heard this t bar t bar <laughs> something like that right uh that guy has a job still yeah wow what the fuck um <laughs> now you know i'm glad you enjoyed that dog collar match steve because the what the fuck moment isn't the match itself. It is why the fuck did you allow CM Punk to bleed on your fucking Wednesday show? Dumbest shit that I hate when fucking wrestlers think they know fucking the best way to do things. I'm going to cut myself. Why do I want to pay to see him fucking bleed now? I just saw it for free. Fuck it. Who cares? That's a problem, you know? Just save the fucking shit for the pay-per-view. Don't bleed on free television. Mm. It's fucking dumb. Wow. There you go. That's your WTF right there. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the lookout. I know there's always something to look out for. <laughs> All right, I'll throw it over to you, Matt Michaels, right quick. What are you looking out for? Theory versus McAfee. It's going to be fucking, I think that's going to be a, a, a sleeper where people aren't going to think much of it, and it's probably going to be a, a well-talked-about fucking match. Um, thank God that they're not allowing Vince to uh, physically set foot in a ring. <laughs> right. Um, I mean, it'd be watching. It'd be like watching Sting wrestle. So <laughs> glad that they're not allowing him to do that. Um, and um, man, Edge and AJ, I think that's going to be something that is just, you know, something that is going to be talked about uh, for uh, a long time afterwards in terms of those two, and uh, could be some of the the last big moments of those guys' career. So. Those are that's what I'm looking out for. All right. How about you, Sin City? All right. So I'm really interested to see where Chris Jericho goes after his loss to Eddie Kingston tonight at AEW Revolution. Well, um, the nearest bar is my first guess. <laughs> hey man, I, I one thing that I have to give props to Jericho on is uh he definitely got rid of uh quite a bit of weight 
And the easiest thing that I could think that he did was he laid off the booze. So, um, yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Uh, they're, they're definitely going through with the heel turn with him. Um, we're, it's going to be interesting to see how they take it. Is he going to go crazy, uh, that he lost to Eddie Kingston? Um, what's going to be the fallout from that? Also, as I had mentioned, Wardlow, uh, with MJF, uh, of course, they're just going to be, uh, you know, continuing to build that. And then of course the, uh, the Moxley Danielson and now William Regal led faction. We got to see where this goes. Well, I tell you, for mine, it's pretty easy. Uh, we were mentioned it before the AJ Styles and Edge, man, sign me up. And by the way, Edge going straight heel, that turn, that was just beautiful. I mean, it, and it was so funny how it happened because when he first came out, the first thing was going like, oh, that's interesting. So we're going to have two, you know, two faces, two, you know, good guys, you know, kind of fighting. At least it's going to be a great match, you know, I'm thinking of myself. And then <laughs> it happened right there, and it was awesome. And Edge did such a wonderful job. And he is just, uh, you know, when it comes to promos, he's definitely, I would almost ready to say, you could say top five, I'm almost ready to say top three. Of like king of promos, who can do anything, you know, kick any type of promo and just sell it. You you know, if he had a class just for promos, you should take it if wrestlers was interested because that's how you do it. The other one I'm most excited about is the return of Mr. Josh Alexander, who came right in after Moose won his match and went ahead and, and beat him down a little bit and just let Moose know that um, he re-signed <laughs> contract with Impact and uh, he'll be set up for that match at Rebellion. And I'm telling you right now, I'm going to be uh, watching that. I'm going to be ordering that. I'm excited to watch Josh Alexander finally getting what he deserves, some payback. And um, it, this was an exciting time. I'm, I'm definitely going to be looking out for this and – you know, the the shows leading up to this particular match. So that's that. All right. The best in show. Let's get to it as we're wrapping up, guys. Oh, well, man, that's not the right button for that. Let me hit the correct button for best in show. <laughs> oh, man. Best in show for me, I'll start it off. Impact Wrestling sacrificed this for this week. That that it was everything, man. Three title changes that happened. Um, you know, Tasha Steele's now your knockouts women's champion. Uh Violet by Design, tag team uh champions. Um that's <laughs> I was pretty shocking to see, but I'm 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 with that. And um yeah. You also have, uh, like I told you, Josh Alexander is back, uh, so I'm excited for that. All of the matches that wasn't a title match uh, were also great matches. I mean, the overall pay-per-view was just awesome from top to bottom, so it's definitely the best in show for this week. But for Sin City Steve, what was your best in show this week? If you don't know by now, I don't know what to tell you. AEW (laughs) Revolution. Um, This show was long it was uh four hours plus an hour long pre-show so it was a five hour show um i happened to take in this show at a movie theater 
which is actually one really cool thing that AEW is starting to do uh, with their pay-per-view events. Um, paid 25 bucks, had a, uh, a reclining leather seat, uh, extremely comfortable, uh, got great deals on concessions. If yeah. there is a movie theater in your area that's showing AEW pay-per-views, I highly recommend taking that up. Absolutely. All right. How about for you, Matt Michaels? What was your best in show? Uh, it's got to be uh, Solo versus uh, Gunther. That was <laughs> a, just fucking great to see. Yeah. Talk about two strong guys um, just putting on one hell of a show. Um, it's funny you mentioned uh, the theater, Steve, because you, of course, went to Sinmark. Um, but uh, Kevin I was Gill, a Mark in Cinemark. Yes, you were. Uh, <laughs> Kevin Gill uh, put out a little thing on social media. He went to see it at AMC, and AMC apparently had the um, the overrun at uh, eight fifteen Pacific time. So the <laughs> the pay per view cut off right as the uh, main event was starting. Wow! Oh apparently. shit! Yeah! <laughs> oh my god! And if it happened, most likely if it happened in one place, it happened across the country at AMC. So. Bunch of refunds coming, uh, coming the way of uh, the AEW fans who went to see it in theaters. So, hey, go be a market Cinemark. <laughs> well, thank God the fans weren't rowdy, man. I could have been a riot, you know. Go put that show back on. I mean, come on. Well, the problem is, is you can't. That's the problem with these these computer. They get codes. They get like a key. Mm-hmm. And what happens on this is. As soon as that key times out, the key's no good anymore. So you cannot go in and get a feed any from anything. Yeah, and that's the problem. Um, and it happens if you go to see like a, a classic movie or some kind of uh, you know special projection of a concert or something like that. That's how it runs. And uh, yeah, if they don't have uh, spillover timed in. You're out of your, you're out. But if this deal was worked out with AEW, is there no one coordinating with the theaters to say that this is probably going to go till nine o'clock? I mean, you know what matches you have and how long. Uh, have matches. you talked to uh, AEW's front office? That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> okay. Well played. Um, uh, everybody, uh, thanks for, um, for hanging out. That is our uh, our wrestling talk for tonight. If you're with us now, we're going to start our three count in just a second. And we ask you to join us on that as well. The topics are scrolling right below. If you're watching this live, it's going to be some really good topics. Um, but if not, it will play or be available for download, I should say, on Tuesday. All right, so if you like... Join us in just a few moments over there and throw your comments in because I know you're probably going to want to jump in on these topics. With that, thanks for hanging out with us, and we will see you next week. Peace.